Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Heat Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. And Neil Furman's secrets of WCW Nitro. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, Fan Sighted, DDT. My man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Um, just trying to absorb everything that's been going on in the last couple of days. The, the entire sports world is um, shambles. No sports going on. Um, just trying to understand that this is the first time we've really experienced what we are experiencing, but at the same time, it brings everybody together to unite. And, um, I, you know, we did get a bit of wrestling last night on, on SmackDown. We are taping this on Saturday, uh, March 14th. So, again, aside from the major sports like NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, um, golf, tennis, uh, right now, only WWE and maybe the, the uh, UFC might be the only things going on. Or could be potentially still going on, but um, what did you make? I'll start with this. Um, right now, currently, WrestleMania 36 is quote unquote still happening, uh, but there is a, a a a high chance that WrestleMania could be canceled. Um, so again, as of right now, it's still ongoing. They even promoted it last night on SmackDown, so they have no no plans to stop it unless um, you know local officials or, or uh, government officials in Tampa tell them you're not doing it. So I'll ask you this, man: If they say they can't have WrestleMania in April um, in Tampa, do you think that they would just cancel it and say, all right, we're, we're, we're moving to Money in the Bank in May? Or we say, you know what, we put it on hold and we might put it later on in the year, like maybe June. Because I know the SummerSlam in August and, and stuff like that. And I know that's not what they want to do. It is our, you know, out of our control. But do you think, A, they will cancel it entirely? Or B, do you think they put it maybe in May or maybe June? No, I think they just postpone it. I don't think there's a single chance that they cancel outright. Um, you know, I have said I think canceling is only inevitable, but I'm talking about the original date. I'm talking about April 5th. I don't think there's a chance in hell that they go on with that date. Um, and a bit of an update on that. I had seen, I think, either yesterday or late last night. Mm. I don't know if it was the Tampa Bay mayor or if it was the Florida governor. I forgot exactly who it was. But they had said, yeah, like you had just said, as of right now, WrestleMania is still technically a go, but the decision is in their hands. So unless Vince comes to a decision in the next week or so, they may feel compelled to pull the plug themselves. Right. So I think there's a very good chance it gets postponed. I mean, I think it has to, but there's so much riding on WrestleMania weekend 
that I think canceling it outright would be stupid. Um, I mean, you got to do it for the safety of the people. The issue, though, dude, is this, is that we don't know how serious this is. Two weeks could go by and we could be like, well, you know, we're fine or it's not as bad as we thought or this was a joke or because we canceled everything right now in the interim that it, you know, prevented the spread of this disease, of of this virus. Uh, We really don't know. But I think there's also a good chance that a lot of people are canceling things in May, in June, and it's only March. Right. So not to say the WWE is going to do that. I, I really doubt that at all. But it's not really their choice at the end of the day. If the government, if the you know the CDC, whatever, is dictating that all events be canceled for the next two or three months, which is a very big deal, then we could be looking at something a lot worse than WrestleMania being moved to late April or early May. Um, so I do think it will be postponed. I don't think they cancel it outright. They're going to do it at some point. It's just more a matter of when than if. Um, but it's a very, it's a scary situation. I mean, people, I mean, this all really kind of goes to the coronavirus in general mm-hmm. with people freaking out and panicking. There's no need to panic. First of all, second of all, when it comes to WWE and whatnot, um, they're set in the interim with the performance center and raw is going to be there on Monday. Right. Smackdown was there last night at the performance center. Um, it's going to be very weird to see the undertaker edge stone cold, Steve Austin, make an entrance in front of an empty arena on Monday night, but they got to <laughs> do what they got to do. It's yeah. not, you know, it's out of their hands. Um, AEW is being affected by this. Everyone is being affected by this. This is uncharted territory in terms of how they deal with this. Cause we've never, ever seen anything like this before in our lifetime and probably well beyond that as well. So, uh, they're just kind of figuring out, figuring it out as they go along here. But, as I just said, I think there's a pretty good chance mm-hmm. that it gets postponed because how can you go on and, um, you know, how, how can you continue to do a show with 80,000 people when all these other events right now are getting postponed and canceled and all this other stuff? So yeah. I don't see a scenario where it goes on as planned on April 5th, but I think they're going to wait until the last possible second to make that decision. Um, if it doesn't happen on April 5th... Um Again, you know, what you saw last night on SmackDown where it was like, hey, you know, they'll go into an empty arena, but how's it going to look? Sure. And, then, and then after two hours, you're like, man, I know, I, know there was, I know there was no fans, but again, they just kind of do their best to uplift everybody. And, and you know, sports, is, it was always used to, to be the getaway from real life problems and real life issues and um just watching sports, celebrating sport, being in a sports venue, um, just give you gives you that two three hour escape. And I think SmackDown did the best that they could last night to just have people escape from the real world. Um, and I think you know going back to to WrestleMania is the fact that you know let's say WrestleMania is in May, is in June. I I really don't care what month is it. Uh, uh, it takes place as long as it does take place because I, I don't see McMahon going any year without having a WrestleMania. Um, yeah, too, too much money to involve, a storyline, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but it, again, it could be a cool kind of thing that, hey, you know, I know we got SummerSlam in August, but hey, let's, let, let's punch in WrestleMania in June. Right now on the calendar, they have money in the bank in May. They could scrap that. Uh, right now, there's nothing in June. Boom! You could put WrestleMania there, or you know, between between May and June. But 
right now, I don't see it happening in April. I'll be shocked if WrestleMania 36 takes place on April 5th uh, because that puts him in, in, in a, uh, a really bad spot. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> every, mm-hmm. every, every, you know, everybody else is shutting down, but now you want to have 70,000 people in a somewhat nice, warm environment in Tampa. Um Again, everything is still up in the air. I think it'll be pushed back. I doubt it'll be totally canceled, you know, unlike, you know, March Madness and stuff like that, which is a whole different story for a different day. But um, I think I think it'll be cool to just to push it back to May to June. Again, it'll be something uh, something different to, to happen. Um, the only time I again is probably it, it's it's in the ballpark. But like, again, you know this WrestleMania has the opportunity to be moved you know like WrestleMania 7 did now those who don't know I know we're going back to to 1991 but WrestleMania 7 was supposed to be in the LA Sports uh, Memorial Coliseum where the Rams play or Mm -hmm. where they used to play now Um, but that got moved into an indoor arena because of the Gulf War stuff and just the threats that that you know that that might happen plus you have in the gulf war with iraq and the usa slaughter is a quote-unquote bad guy who is iraqi Mm. now turncoat fighting hogan the american and that's you know that storyline is now portrayed in wrestling and now you know they had to move move wrestlemania 7 into that venue that that's probably the only time where I could think of that a WrestleMania was in danger um, to be held at the original venue, original date. So those those who don't remember, go ahead, check that out. But other than that, man, like you said, uncharted territory. It really is. I, I'm again, I'm stunned. I really don't know what they're gonna do, and that's the interesting part. It's, it's there's really no one answer. And I don't blame them for waiting this long to wanting to postpone it, just because there's so much writing on this. It's not an it's not like a regular pay per view, dude. With a, you know, in a ten thousand person arena, it's not like Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Like, who cares at that point? It's not. And they, have uh, to, they, they have the Performance Center. It's not. You payback. can't do WrestleMania at the PC. No, like that's not even an option. <laughs> you know, no. it's not even an no. option. They'll they will never do that. Um, they have to postpone it. It's obviously going to happen at some point. It's it's different than any other sport out there. Because they've been building to this for so long. You're just not going to not do it. Um, I honestly don't know. I really don't know. I think we'll get a better idea in the next week. We thought we would have a better idea after Thursday when they held that press conference with the state or with the, um, I don't know if it was a Florida thing or a Tampa Bay thing. I think it was a Florida thing. And they were discussing the future of all upcoming events and whatnot. And when WrestleMania was brought up, they said in so many words, they didn't want to make any drastic decisions for events that are not in the foreseeable future that aren't for another like aren't for a while but like dude this is in three weeks that's right around the corner and people got to know these things because people are traveling from all over the world to come to this thing and another issue too i just found this out right before we started recording that i guess this travel ban that's in place right now which is bad enough because people come from all over the world to come to wrestlemania yeah it's now extending to the uk and um in ireland in England and Ireland, so and that's where a lot of the fans come from for WrestleMania. So I, I think I don't know when that goes until I don't know if it's for the next month, um, as the original travel ban was in place. So that's not good. A lot of the people that come from WrestleMania weekend, not just fans but wrestlers too, are coming from all over the world. So yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. I think it either gets bumped to May to be safe because April is still a question mark right now. I think it either goes to 
um, May or I, I don't know. Another thing, another thing too, not just with WrestleMania, but with Raw and SmackDown. Like last night, SmackDown, like you said, they did the best that they could with a bad situation with no fans being there. It was actually a pretty entertaining show, uh-huh. but you can't replay full pay-per-view matches to kill time every week. You just can't do that. And not only that, but like it's going to get old very, very fast. Because the whole point of WWE is having an audience there. The whole point, not just wrestling, but like specifically WWE, is that audience interaction and stuff like that. It just it just won't work for a long period of time. Um, I think viewership was up for SmackDown last night. Of course it was, because there was nothing else on, and people want to see what they were going to do with it. Um, but yeah, with WrestleMania, I just I don't see a scenario like I said before where they go on as planned and they um, and they host it from Raymond James, James Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. I don't think they would switch the venue because again, there's so much money going into this thing with the venue and other vendors and the hotels and booking yep. and everything. I, another question I have too is like, if you move Mania, you got to move the takeovers the hall of fames the raws the smackdowns yeah is batista gonna be around in a month to get inducted in the hall of fame like he's supposed to be inducted in the hall of fame is he gonna be around at that point is john cena gonna be around in a month and a half right like people base their schedules all around this stuff well so will cena even be a part of the show um it's a very weird situation. So I guess we really won't find out more for another week or two, I would have to imagine. So right now, March 14th, the likelihood of WrestleMania still going on as planned on April 5th is what to you? Not good at all. <laughs> I don't think it, I do, it can. Like less it than cannot 10%? go on at April 5th. Like less than 10%, less than 5% chance? <sighs> I'd say maybe... 15 percent because right i mean it's vince mcmahon we're talking about here but it's yeah. not in his hands and they also closed the xfl too so i mean and that's that was his creation true. so true. if they went ahead with that then i can only imagine that he realizes that this is a very serious situation and it's not in their hands like it, it's different from when owen hart died and it's like oh we're still do the, we're still gonna do the show anyway which i mean whatever but this is this is far more than a concern for their talent, which is important, but it's also a concern with the people who work there and the fans. And it's not again a couple hundred or a couple thousand. This is eighty thousand people come from coming from all around the world. And if they want to capitalize on the people that are supposed to be coming to Mani Weekend, then they're going to wait because a lot of the people that come to this thing are from elsewhere outside of the U.S. and they're going to have to cancel their tickets if they continue it on April fifth, which I don't think they will anyway. Mm-hmm. From the statement that I read from the from the Florida governor or the the Tampa Bay mayor or whoever last night, they made it sound like if they don't go ahead and cancel it or postpone it themselves, then we're going to step in and have to do it ourselves. And either way, the the plug is going to be pulled. It's really more a matter of when than if. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's a very good chance that the event gets moves to gets moved to May at Tampa Bay. I don't think they move stadiums like I don't think they move it to a different city. I see no chance. That WrestleMania goes on as planned at the fucking performance center with zero people there. Like, that's, I mean, again, it's, it's an option, but it's just a joke. Like, there's no way Vince McMahon, being all about appearance and whatnot, is going to host his grandest pay per view of the year in front of zero people. <laughs> that makes no sense. I mean, I don't see that happening. I could see them doing that with the Raws and the SmackDowns and the NXTs. Like, who gives a shit about that? But, like, WrestleMania, dude, they would lose so much money. It's ridiculous. I mean, so many companies right now are losing so much money because of this bullshit. And, I mean, you got to do what you got to do with the the health thing and whatever, with the coronavirus. So, 
but I don't see them. I don't see them canceling it outright. I really don't. Um, I can see this becoming, you know, when it's all said and done, one of those uh, Chronicles twenty four episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, come mm-hmm. on, big time. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is going to be talked about for years and decades to come this will be a part of every documentary they will ever do um is to you know talk about the wrestlemania that almost didn't happen and how they did it anyway and they'll they'll paint themselves as the hero as they usually do like with the whole fucking money Night war bullshit and how they yeah. were you know they they uh wrote you know uh, reign supreme in the end over wcw although there was a lot of stuff they left out of that dumb documentary all those years ago i can only see i can only imagine the amount of fabricating they'll do in that eventual documentary in, in 2030 about wrestlemania 36 and how it didn't happen and how they had to fight the government to make it happen like all this other dumb bullshit but yeah it, i still see it happening it just won't be um it probably just won't be on april 5th that's my current uh, thought process on it um so going forward again we we mentioned smackdown last night at the arena real quick uh they had they had like three matches on there then they had a a, a roman reigns interview had john cena and bray wyatt at, at the end jeff hardy came back for a match they replayed the chamber tag match and again i think they did the best they could there was a video out there that showed the ladies uh just chilling during the break and you know i'm not here to say that's a good thing or a bad thing it's just a matter of matter of why um sure so i think seeing that and then seeing what they could do different for raw um again you mentioned take your edge stone cold was supposed to come back on 316 day and now he's gonna come back and drink beer in, uh, at the arena. I mean, now who's going to throw Stone Cold the beer? Did Michael Cole? <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> um, and even going forward, they were supposed to have the event at the Garden on the 22nd. So I had tickets for that, and the Garden has not said anything. I think I think it'll be closed more than likely, but they haven't said anything official. So um, then after that, it's pretty much WrestleMania. So we'll just see how things progress going forward. Um what else we got here? Uh, Gronkowski uh, coming to the WWE. Something that's not shocking. Just a matter of when. And he's supposed to be on SmackDown next week. Uh, yeah. Might be at, at the Performance at, Center. At the, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, that's where Gronk should be at anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. Then the rumor is he's supposed to have a big match at SummerSlam. Now, SummerSlam is in Boston. Obviously, he play, he played for the Patriots in the Boston area. Um, what did you make? Of, what did you make of the news that Gronk is? Uh, he's coming. He signed. We don't know what is he going to do, but he's now on board to some degree. What did you make of that? What do you, what areas do you think they will utilize him in, and what kind of match that he would he would have at SummerSlam and with who? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I really have two minds on this thing. I think it's cool they're, you know, signing him. I think it was only inevitable. I think his personality is a good fit for WWE, and he has the ties. He's appeared for them before multiple times, given the friendship with uh, Mojo O'Reilly. I don't know, dude. I I really don't know because they're talking about how, you know, he'll be on SmackDown next week, but I've heard absolutely nothing about him training to be a professional wrestler. Unless it's been super secret for the last year since he retired from football, 
I, I mean, I could see them having him debut on SmackDown to capitalize off the buzz of him training for WWE and then not bringing him in for a match until, like you said, maybe SummerSlam. But I think it's going to be a lot longer than that, or at least it should be. Um, I don't know. I see a lot of people shitting on it, and I get it. Like, they brought in Cain Velasquez, and what the fuck has he done? Um, I didn't know he got hurt and whatever, but still, like, they're bringing in all these big names. And Ronda Rousey was a rousing success. And But uh, I don't know. It's different than Gronk. I mean, Ronda has more fighting experience than Gron- Rob Gronkowski does. He has the personality for it. I mean, he, from what I understand, was a pretty good analyst. Um, I don't know if it was for the NFL or Fox Sports. He was doing something along those lines. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw him on the New Year's Eve show, the special they do on Fox every year that WWE was a part of. I saw him doing that. He seemed like he was, you know, a pretty good natural fit for that. Right. But they confirmed on SmackDown last night, Mojo Raleigh did, that he'd be brought in as a superstar, not just as an analyst or a commentator or whatever but rather as a fucking WWE superstar. So um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big football guy, so you would know better than I would in regards to whether he's like an athletic freak. I know he's really, really good. He play, obviously played for the Patriots and won a number of Super Bowls. But um, I don't know. I just think they're definitely trying to bring in as many big names as they can for SmackDown, which is why he's appearing on SmackDown. It's a Fox thing. I, I fucking get it. Like they brought in Kane for that first show. Kane Velasquez. Mm. They brought in the NWO recently, Hulk Hogan. Um, they've had a number of other people on the Bella twins. They're trying to bring as much star power as they can to SmackDown. Not because the ratings are tanking, but the show just isn't that entertaining. So they're trying to put a bandit on a gunshot wound by bringing in Gronk. So right now I'm not entirely sold on it. I don't think it's the best move. Um, it's definitely a publicity thing, but maybe he blows this all away and is, uh, a breakout WWE superstar, who knows? But uh, I, I really need to see more from the guy to really get a good grasp on whether this is a good signing or not. I guess we'll find out on Friday. So do you think this is more to him, that this is more of a one-off thing to him, or just um, it could be like how Rousey was, where you're more consistent, or just take one thing at a time, um, whether it be at WrestleMania, whether it be at SummerSlam, and then to see how things progress with him. I, um, I think it's more a matter of how they see things progressing. I don't really see them putting him in a match at WrestleMania. I could see him appearing no, at no, WrestleMania. No. I don't see him wrestling that soon. I think that'd be a joke. I, I think the <laughs> rush it would be a joke. Like Cain Velasquez, they rushed and it flopped in the match with Brock. Can't really say it was bad because it was two minutes. But I really think they should have waited to put him in the ring with Brock or something like that. Um, yeah, because you know what? With, I, I mean, I mean, he listen, I know when, when Rousey came... The questions were, oh, can she wrestle? Can she do this? How's she going to adapt to this? And, you know, it's quote unquote not a real sport kind of thing, unlike, you know, unlike the UFC. How True. is she going to adapt? But then, like, we saw WrestleMania 30, what's it, 34. 30, 34. And everybody was like, oh, shit, Ronda Rodgers can really do this. Now I'm like, all right, I want to see what she does next. I'm not saying Gronk is going to be doing fucking Hurricanes and shit. I'm just saying that, you know, he could he could really bomb this thing or he could really shock everybody like 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 uh, Ronda did. No, totally, but my thing there, the big difference in my mind is that Ronda had been training for a long time, not just in MMA. I mean, obviously she had the experience there. MMA is way different than in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're both very physically taxing, but she already had that background in fighting, although it's legitimate, whether it's real or not with wrestling. I mean, it's, it's, it's similar in that respect to come from MMA to do wrestling. I think is a lot easier than to go to from wrestling, which is essentially fake fighting to go to the UFC. CM Punk couldn't crack it. 
Brock did, but that's different. He already had a wrestling background. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, with Ronda, from what I understand, she had been training for a long time before she wrestled at WrestleMania 34. I think she got done with the UFC. She had that last fight that she lost in late 2016. I think she started to train for wrestling as early as like the summer of 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not at the PC specifically, but like... I think she trained a lot with Brian Kendrick, who has a school over there in California where she lives. Um, Gronk, again, I don't think he's been training at all. This came completely out of nowhere. I know there were people thinking, oh, he might go to WWE when he retired from football last year. But, like, at least with Ronda, there were rumblings that she might be brought in at some point that, you know, she had been kind of training and whatever, that it might be only inevitable before she comes in. This came completely out of nowhere, which tells me that he's not been training at all. They gave him a phone call two weeks ago, said, hey, do you want to come to WWE? He signed to them. It's easy money. They're probably offering him a lot of money to come in. Um, And, you know, Tyson Fury, different story, too. He's a boxer, so he can kind of make it look real. Gronk is a football player. And there's a lot of successful football players that are wrestlers. Uh, Roman Reigns, Goldberg, you know, two members of uh, of a headlining match of WrestleMania. But, I mean, again, they trained for a long time. As far as Roman Reigns, Goldberg, I'm not sure. Roman Reigns was in, you know, fucking NXT for, for a while before they had him make the big jump to the main roster. So I am not exactly sold, but you're right. Maybe he goes out there and fucking knocks it out of the park. We'll never know until he does it. But in my opinion, I would put him in there with someone like a, you know, a Cesaro or someone that he could really trust to have a good match. Triple H. I mean, the guy is not what, I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. I'll just, I'll just outright say it. Right. And uh, maybe not in the ring, but the guy knows what he's doing. He's an, he's a class act performer, uh, putting him in there with a Mojo Raleigh, I think would be a fucking joke. I know it makes sense, but like Mojo Raleigh's terrible. Like you got to put the guy in there with someone who could really make him look good. Like Cesaro is in there with Mansoor, who Mansoor is already good anyway, but Cesaro made him look like a million bucks at that super showdown show, or uh, what was a crown jewel a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Gronk has got to be the same story. I would have to imagine they're going to put him in the ring with um someone like that, a Cesaro or a Dolph Ziggler, definitely yeah. like someone like a Ziggler who can bump around for him and whatnot. So that's who I see him facing ultimately probably around SummerSlam time if not later so you don't want Gronk to rehash his uh mini rivalry with Jinder Jinder Mahal Mahal from WrestleMania 33 you don't want that don't you even say that bullshit I mean there's history there's history don't you even put that witchery (laughs) that sorcery on this show I feel like just because you said it I feel like we have to I, I, I wanted to steer away from saying that because I don't want it to happen but yes there's a very good chance we could see that match because of their history from 2017 god I hope not that has the recipe for fucking disaster I don't know when Jinder Mahal's due back and I really don't care please take as much time as you need until you're ready to come back which is hopefully which is hopefully never okay how, uh, real quick how about this they said he signed with the company but and I doubt it'll happen because he's a, he's a very big name sure but there's no way he'll be like in NXT or some shit like that right no, he won't be in NXT, but he'll be definitely training at the PC, I would have to imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no there's no chance we see Adam Cole versus Rob Gronkowski at, Damn. No uh, at TakeOver on WrestleMania weekend next year. I don't think Triple H wants him on his show. Um, so, no, I don't see that. Unless he's like a commentator. No, I see him go right to the main roster. Um, real quick. Like Ronda, you know. Two more things. Uh, JBL and the British Bulldog are officially heading into the Hall of Fame. Again, we don't know when that ceremony is going to be <laughs> taking place, but JBL, the Bulldog, NWO, uh, Batista, the Bella Twins, I think that's it right now. Um, 
So what did you make of JBL and the Bulldog uh, getting in? Uh, very well deserved. I know it had been rumored for a while, so no real surprises there. Uh, British Bulldog, I was wondering. I got to look it up, but what the fuck took them so long to get him in the Hall of Fame? Was it like... It's the heart stuff, man. It's him, I was going to say, was it the family stuff? Yeah, or like, it got to be. But why, why can they get him in but not Owen Hart? I know the wife is still alive and she wants to know part of it, but why is... Why him though? I know he's I know he's connected to that, but why why him and not Owen Hart? You know what I'm saying? That's no what I was idea. curious about. Yeah. I'd have to look it up. But anyway, it's it's very well deserved. He should have been in twenty years ago. JBL I like too. Um I know not everyone's gonna agree on it, but I think it's safe to say the guy's a Hall of Famer. Uh one of the longest reigning SmackDown champions and WWE champions in SmackDown history, which again, you shouldn't go into the Hall of Fame for that alone. I mean, Jinder Mahal was champion for six months, but yeah. JBL had a very had a very well-rounded career. Um, former IC champion, U.S. champion, commentator for many many years for WWE. A great comment. I, I mean, at least in certain points, he was very good. Um, also, a big tag team guy. I mean, I think the APA alone is worthy of a Hall of Fame induction. The new Blackjacks he was a part of when he came into the company in the 90s. Uh, a very memorable character, one of the best heels of his time. So, yeah, I definitely think JBL is Hall of Fame worthy. I'm surprised he hasn't already been inducted because he's been retired for like over a decade now. But, um, you know, better late than never, I would assume Ron Simmons does the induction. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to see him in. And the British Bulldog is way overdue. Like, to say that he's worthy isn't, you know, isn't yeah. putting it... Uh, isn't emphasizing it enough because the guy is one of the greatest of all time, former IC European tag team champion, one of the greatest to never hold that top title. And he definitely should have at one point or another. But um, yeah, two worthy inductions. Looking forward to the uh, Hall of Fame, hopefully over WrestleMania week. And hopefully it's still on and uh, <laughs> they don't you know cancel that. So we'll say. And of course, you know, he was part of one of, if not the greatest intercontinental championship matches of all time, him and Bret Hart from SummerSlam. 92 i know many put uh macho and steamboat from wrestlemania 3 i know we we talked about this at nauseam before but if I, if I had to ask you again in 2020 where does the british bulldog bret hart intercontinental championship match from SummerSlam 92 rank on the all-time ic title matches if it's not number one, it's got to be number two. I think the top three, in my opinion, I don't know if we talked about top IC title matches when we talked about the top IC champions a couple months ago. Correct. Um, number one, I think, is always got to be Macho Man and Ricky Steamboat. I mean, you can, I mean, it's definitely debatable. I'm not going to say you're wrong if you say otherwise, but I think that match, the fact that it happened at WrestleMania, if it didn't happen at WrestleMania, I think it would be more up for debate mm. that it's the greatest of all time or not or whatever. But it happened at WrestleMania. That WrestleMania was already iconic with Hulk and Andre. True. But this was a totally different match. This was a real wrestling match, which you didn't really get a lot of back then. You had a lot of big man, giant Hulk Hogan-esque matches. You didn't get a lot of great wrestling matches back then. Whether they rehearsed it to death or not, mm. it's still an amazing match. It still holds up 30 years later. You know, it's not one of those matches where it's like, oh, it's great for the time. But no, you could watch it today and still be very entertained. Like, it's an amazing match. Um, put Ricky Steamboat on the map, a great story they were telling there, um, you know, with uh, George the Animal Steel and Elizabeth and everything else going on at that point. Just an amazing clash of everything. Macho Man Randy Savage, a long-reigning IC champion at that point. We already talked about that. One of the greatest champions of all time. So I put that in number one, probably Hart and Bulldog in number two. Same thing. We're like, you don't remember Ricky Steamboat as one of the greatest IC champions of all time. 
I don't know if Bulldog, I'd have to go back and look at his reign. I, I think that was the only reign that he had as IC champion, unless I'm mistaken. No, 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 um, yeah, that was it. I, that was it. What was that? I think, I think that was it. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I, I just remember that one match. I don't remember the reign that he had after it. So, he's a lot like Ricky Steamboat in that case. But I think it's got to be up there. A main event at SummerSlam 92. It was in England. The crowd went nuts when he won it. Hart was amazing. Bulldog was amazing. The match was great. So, I put that in number two. And then three, I would probably say um, Michaels and Razor Ramon from WrestleMania 10. Another iconic, memorable match mm-hmm. for many, many reasons. That ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. So, that would be my top three. I know that's kind of off track, but... That's why I would say the top three IC title matches are in uh, WWE history. Uh, so we're not putting Braun against Nakamura, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Intercontinental Championship match top three? It might be a number 10. It might be number nine. It was, uh, it was a good <laughs> no match. No, way. I'm just kidding. It was absolute shit. But, um, um, you know, I think it, it, to be fair, though, if I had to pick any IC title match from the last. 10 years and there's absolutely none of them if i had to pick one i will say this dolph ziggler and the miz yeah no mercy 2016 that whole story was great we we were talking on the show about at the time randy how good that story was how good the feud was and i didn't give a fuck about dolph ziggler at that point but they went out there and had an amazing match and they made me care and the miz was great um so i think if there's any all-time great ic title match from the last decade I think that's got to be it because I cannot think of another one. I know the Miz had a lot of great reigns and moments and whatnot. Matches, not so much, but that's got to be up there, though, that match with Ziggler from 2016. If, you know, to try to have fun here, if I had to round up, round up a top five or to at least pick four, I agree with the three you have. I think for me, The Rock and Triple H from SummerSlam 98, the ladder match um, for me is in the top five. Again, that's, that that could be the de- uh, debater on. Oh yeah, I forgot about Triple H and The Rock. See? Yeah, that too. Uh, now picking one more. I know I don't have all the time in the world, but I think by next week I can figure out what's the fifth one. There's so many, even from the Attitude Era, the the Rufus Aggression Era. Um, but I think your three plus Rock Hunter. At SummerSlam 98 will be at the top four. Then we got to figure out a top five. Um, today, March 14th, 16 years anniversary for WrestleMania 20. Uh, we may not have WrestleMania 36, but we definitely had WrestleMania <laughs> 20. Um, what do you, you know what? Let me, let me punch it up. What was the card on WrestleMania I, I mean, I don't remember the full card, but I know we had Taker and Kane. We had the main event with Benoit, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels for the World Heavyweight Championship. Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle for the WWE title. Mm. Um, I think Molly Holly and Victoria for the Women's Championship and the Hair versus title match. Classic. Uh, a couple, like, multi-tag team title matches. Um, uh, we had 12 matches. We had uh, Cena, Big Show, U.S. title. Oh. Right, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. We have Booker T and Rob Van Dam defeated the Dudley Boys, Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak, and La Resistance in a fatal four-way for the tag team titles. All right. Christian defeated Chris Jericho. Okay, I know the Evolution match was on that show, too. I'm remembering now. Or no, wait, was that 19? No, no, no that was 20. That 20. was definitely 20. Evolution defeated the Rock and Sock Connection. Tori yep. Wilson and Sable defeated Miss Jackie and Stacey Keebler in a Ugh. evening gown match. Uh, Chavo defeated... 
Akio, Billy Kidman, Funaki, Jamie Noble, Nunzio, Rey Mysterio, Shannon Moore, Tajiri, and the Ultimo Dragon in a Cruiserweight Open title match. Mm-hmm. Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar in their final match until they came back. Uh, Rikishi, Scotty Tuhati defeated the APA and the world's greatest tag team for a fatal four-way match in a, for the tag team titles. Um, Victoria beat Molly Holly, hair versus title. Eddie Guerrero beat Kurt Angle for the WWE Championship. Taker beat Kane. And Benoit beat Hunter and Sean, triple threat match for the world heavyweight title. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I remember watching the show. I mean, I wasn't a fan back then, but I think to that point, I might be wrong here. I think it's the longest WrestleMania up to that point. I know WrestleMania four was incredibly long because it had that fucking tournament for the WWE title. Uh-huh. Um, that one might have a beat, but WrestleMania twenty was so long, and I mean, it's nothing compared to today. What twenty? It's such a long show. You felt twenty you was say? long. You felt you felt twenty was long. Twenty had. I mean. I know we we look at twelve matches today and we're like, oh, that's normal. That wasn't normal back then. I mean, you right. go back and look at WrestleMania nineteen, WrestleMania twenty one. I might be wrong, but I don't think those shows had nearly as many as match and nearly as many matches. Well, I'm checking right now, buddy. WrestleMania nineteen, <laughs> ten matches. Okay. WrestleMania, you mentioned twenty one, nine. Yeah, see, I mean, twelve matches was a lot. So, the thing with twenty is that I think it's a, I think it's a great WrestleMania. Okay. I don't know if it's a top five of all time. No, but I will say this though: I think those two last matches make it the best WrestleMania, or one of like the top WrestleMania. No, I mean again, not top five, but I think it makes it a very good show because without those top two title matches, this show needs a lot of help. Um, the undercard specifically needed a lot of help. But yeah, the John Cena moment, Taker and Kane sucked. Goldberg and, and Brock Lesnar sucked. Mm-hmm. The other multi-person matches were completely whatever. Um, the top two title matches, Guerrero and Angle was great. And that main event, it is literally one of the greatest greatest main events they've ever done. Like it's not even it's not even close. Like it's gotta be top five, um, if not higher than that. So uh yeah, I think those two matches make the show worthwhile. It's a good show, but I think the main events are what really made this WrestleMania, in my opinion. Mm. No, I agree. Um, it's not a WrestleMania that if you were like in WrestleMania week and you want to throw on the network and watch some throwback manias, it's not the one that says, hey, put on WrestleMania 20. It's not one of those. It's not three. It's not 30. It's not 31. It's not 17, 19. Um, I, it's, you know 10 15 range i give it that um but I, I would have to do my research um for it now again if there's no wrestlemania we can definitely do that on a show we can start ranking wrestlemanias and all that shit we can do that um but i i think it's it's one of the better wrestlemanias that i think kind of gets a little overlooked to a degree um I think once you have Angle and Guerrero and you have, you know, even Cena in the beginning, uh, the Evolution match, and you have the the triple threat match that fans, uh, some fans don't bring up, obviously. Um, But I think it's a very underrated mania and might crack the top 15, in my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely top 15. It's not a bad WrestleMania. I mean, I've seen far worse, but um, the undercard isn't, the greatest. I mean, there's some good matches there, but the opener had a great moment with Cena and Big Show. 
but I don't really think it reached that level of greatness. I think again, until angle and Guerrero and the, the, the sight of them ending the show as the top two champions and embracing each other. Mm. It's so sad because that'll never be looked back on again by WWE because of obvious reasons with Benoit. Yeah. But that match is still amazing. Benoit, Triple H, and Michaels is one of the greatest main events of all time. It's so good. If not the greatest triple threat, it's got to be up there, dude. Um, so good. So, so good. But, uh, yeah, I think this is a good WrestleMania, though. And I think, as we were discussing off-air beforehand, mm. I think it might be the earliest WrestleMania they've ever done on on Pi Day in 2004, March 14th. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a mania before that. Uh, no, I think you're right. I think that's the earliest WrestleMania we've had. March 14th is like, even I told you earlier, like an hour ago, you know, when they had SummerSlam 97, they said, all right, we're picking April, uh, August 3rd. I'm like, well, you have 31 days in August that you couldn't pick August 25th, 26th, 24th, like, but they went with um August 3rd. My last question to you, uh, since we are on WrestleMania 20, that, that did happen at the Garden. I think three WrestleManias happened at the Garden obviously 1 10 and 20 real quick if you had to rank all the wrestlemanias that happened at the garden how would you rank it god um it's so tough because again things change with the years um so 20 and then what were the other ones that you mentioned wrestlemania 1 and wrestlemania 10 hmm. see what wrestlemania 10 Again, like you mentioned, twenty. If you take out Guerrero and and Angle and the Triple Threat, that card needs help. If you take out Owen and Brett, and you take out Sean and Razor, yeah, that card needs help. It does. I agree. I definitely agree. I was thinking the exact same thing. That's why it's so tough. I think I got you. Got to put one at last. Because, Ooh. yeah, it's the first Mania. Very good show. I mean, it's an entertaining show. Didn't have any standout matches at all. Even the main event was not that great. The tag team main event with Hogan, the Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and, and Paul Orndorff. They didn't even have the title defended that night. So, um, yeah, could be, I got to put that last. Brock wasn't despite there. His, what'd you say? I said because Brock wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. Brock was <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you look so, at if you look um, at the despite historical know, significance, it's got to be yeah. last. Hmm. What'd you say? I cut out there. No, I'm saying so. I, I think if you if you were mentioning the significance of WrestleMania one, does, does it have a chance to be number one or number two, or you still have it uh, third, right? Nah, I still got it third, despite the historical significance. I mean, it, I'm thinking like I'm I'm thinking it like this, Randy. If I'm saying, hey, da- hey guys, go watch a WrestleMania that took place in Madison Square Garden. I think I would recommend number one last. Yeah, it's historical, but it's not like it's a must see show. Aside from the fact it's the aside from the fact that it's the first one, it doesn't have a lot of replay value. So, again, maybe that's just a dumb thing to say. I know it's the first one, but I feel like the other shows you'll be more entertained by. So you would rather see. That being uh, said, if I had to choose, I'm going to say WrestleMania 10. I thought that was a good show, mm-hmm. and I think the bigger matches were better than the ones from 20. And I hate to say that. I hate to say that because that triple threat from 20 is amazing, but I think Razor. And Shawn Michaels in the ladder match, and then Bretton Owen again. One of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, the greatest opener in WrestleMania history. I think those matches outweigh Guerrero and Angle, which was a very good match. But I think the ladder match was better. So I'm going to say WrestleMania 10, and because it's shorter, and then I'm going to put WrestleMania 20 at number two, and then WrestleMania one uh, at number three. 
So you got 10, 20, and 1. Correct. So you would rather see Bam Bam Bigelow against Doink the Clown in a mixed tag match, right? <laughs> You're killing me, Randy, because you're going uh, into the specifics here. I'm, I'm talking so about the main matches because no one ever watches oh. WrestleMania for solely the undercard. So I got to go overall. I think WrestleMania 10 is just a better show than 20. So you're 20 ready? is insanely long. I'd rather watch. Yes, I would rather. I would rather watch Bam Bam and Doink the Clown than fucking Taker and Kane again. No, then, and, then and what about? Match. Uh, what about the, the Bam Bam Doink uh, or, or Junkyard Dog and Greg the Hammer Valentine? I'd rather watch that over fucking <laughs> God. Um, what else was even from twenty? I don't uh, know, but the, I mean, I, I know you just went down the card. The hair title Rock and Goldberg was a shit show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you haven't checked out WrestleMania one, ten, or twenty, go ahead check it out. Let us know where you rank them. Uh, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. You can find me on Twitter at Randy J Cruz, R E N D Y, the letter J C R U Z. You can find Graham on Twitter at Russell Rant. Uh, great work for Bleacher Report and Fan Sided DDT. Also, the host of the Russell Rant Radio Show um, weekly. Grandma man, always appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate it. Stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Take it easy. You too. Adios. All right.